Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Left Turns and Loud Noises. We are on episode 53. We are recording on March 4th, 2020. I am your host, Anthony Dietrich. I would be joined, as always, by my um, good friend and uh, hardest working man in Florida, Kevin Costello. But Kevin decided he's got better things to do on his quote-unquote spring break. Um, Jeremy Methfield is busy being father of the year, so he's also out this week. And Alex is also out, so I am joined in a last-minute edition by a very, very good friend, I, I guess I can call him now, wow. since he decided to join the podcast <laughs> on a whim. I got Justin yep. Champagne. Am I saying that right, by the way? Yes, that's correct. Correct. <laughs> I got Justin Champagne <laughs> joining the podcast, making his podcast debut. What's going on, dude? Nothing much, man. Ready to talk some NASCAR. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. I, I, I want to just ask a couple questions real quick. So how long have yeah. you been watching NASCAR? Um, I've been watching since I was probably in preschool, as long as I can remember. Do you, know, dad, do you remember the first race you ever saw? Like in person or on TV? Oh, no, on television, man. I mean, like man, in person, you can, you can do that too. But Man, I, I can't even remember, but I've been watching probably until I was four years old. Yeah, dude. My whole life, I, my whole life, man. I think I started <laughs> when I was six, and my first race was the 2001 Brickyard 400. Oh, so yeah? So I've been a... Uh, yeah, I've been watching for a little bit on my end. Um, uh-huh. About 20 years almost coming up. Mm-hmm. A little crazy, a little crazy. Who's yeah. your favorite driver? Wow. Um, Dale Jr. was mine. Then he retired yep. in 2017. And I don't really have a favorite right now because I'm more – I just like racing. So I watch, oh, yeah. every, I watch every week, and I just watch for some good racing. But I root for probably Ryan Blaney. Oh, yeah. and uh, Really nice guy. Yeah, yeah, he's nice. Um, I'm definitely gonna be rooming for 07 time for the remainder of the year, uh, before he retires. So you gotta cherish those moments. So, yeah, of course, you know? man, it's history. I'm yeah, not man. much of a Jimmy guy. I'm pretty open about that, but uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's all good. I respect greatness. Doesn't mean I have yeah, to enjoy it. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's how it's how I felt about uh, a lot of things. Shouts out to Patriots. Um, <laughs> But uh, I just I, sh- I should probably let you know now before we hop into things. This is a pro Brandon Jones podcast. We are very pro Brandon Jones here. So if you uh you got anything mean to say, I would I would get it out of your system now. Brandon Jones. Uh, 
I'll keep my comments to myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's just, let me put it this way. We met him at Daytona and we oh, yeah. basically are now best friends. So I mean, oh, okay, you know, okay. <laughs> I don't want him having to like get his brigade down and, <laughs> and things get, get dirty. But uh-huh. on the real though, so we had some good racing this weekend. Um yes, we went we, did. We, we, did. we got some West Coast swing going on. We finished uh-huh. Vegas, we were on to Fontana, and now we're finishing up with Phoenix, but Ooh, I, I mean, I got to say one thing. Jeremy Methfield called it on this podcast last week, basically mm-hmm. saying that Alex Bowman was going to win. And to quote him, even a blind squirrel can find a nut every now and then. Mike Joy even quoted Methfield. I think, did you catch that over the weekend? Yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> I thought, it, I thought, Methy, I just want you to know I'm thinking about Methy. you, bud. Oh, yeah, no, Methy's the best, man. He's the president of R Dash NASCAR. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so um, Alex Bowman, oh. I, I think uh, that wasn't, man. he's not a fluke anymore. He's not he, a fluke. I'll tell you what, man. If it wasn't for that late race caution at Vegas, he would be going for mm. two to two, man. This yeah, would be two no, in you're a row. not kidding. You should have heard yes. how angry we were last week about that. <laughs> I don't I want to throw happened. Ross Chastain back down to the KN series. It doesn't even exist anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, what type of spin was that? It looked kind of fishy to me. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know, man. NASCAR's <laughs> out here just throwing throwing cautions for absolutely nothing. No, yeah, it, nothing. it was they had to, they had to. But yeah. on the real though, at least Bowman got revenge, I guess. And I feel for Blaney because Blaney yeah, actually yeah. had a great car in that middle uh, half. Yeah. He's, uh-huh. he's the only car all day really that was faster than Bowman that I feel I could have given him a run for the money. But I mean. Yeah. Uh, the whole last 20 laps, I'm just sitting there watching the race. I'm like, please don't throw no cautions. Please. I want to see Bowman with this. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, man. Car. Fantastic thing, car. I, we got to come up with a nickname because apparently Bowman does not like Bowman the Showman. We got to come up with a nickname for him. Hmm. Yeah, I don't. Oh, my God. I don't Can't know. call him Bowman the Slowman because he's not in the seventh not, car anymore. Yeah, he's not slow anymore. Yeah, he's sure as hell. <laughs> Bowman the um, contender. I, I think Bowman yeah. the snowman. Bowman the snowman because he is ice cold on mile and a half uh-huh. and two milers. I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't think that's terrible. I give, I, I, I'll rate myself six and a half out of ten. I'll, I'll, I'll toot my own horn there. <laughs> but on good. the real though, like uh, it, it, this changes a lot of our perception because Chevy actually looks pretty damn good this this year. Pretty, Chase Elliott, pretty damn good. Prime contender to win at uh-huh. Vegas. Mm-hmm. Bowman just dominated, and I really like what I'm seeing out of Jimmy this year because last yeah. year it just felt like he was irrelevant, and now yeah. he's like, uh, where did he finish? I believe he was sixth or seventh. Mm-hmm. He was up it's there like all day. Yeah, seven to prove. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> You're not he was kidding. really good. Yeah, it's good to and see you all seven time there, man. But yeah, I don't but, know. Um, I think it's still early in the year. You know, you you can never count those Toyotas out. Never. Oh, oh yeah, no, they'll fix it. Never. Problems. Yeah, they'll be back in a month or so. I mean, Kyle Busch had to had to really work his way up through the field. It felt like all day. I mean, he only started yeah. in seventeenth, but him and Denny really <laughs> did a good job. Like when you look at where they were and just how yeah. shitty the cars handle in traffic, uh-huh. like they definitely made the most. And they definitely Kyle Busch was making the most out of every restart. I noticed yeah. on a majority of them, he was he was riding that Kyle Larson line. Uh-huh. Like he would just go right into it. Cause he didn't really give a shit. That car was bulletproof all day. Yeah. He yeah. Proved it with a second. It should have been a third place finish, but a second place finish. Uh-huh. Oh man. He proved us wrong. That race. Yeah, I mean, I did pick him to win the race last week. So yeah. I was, or no, did I pick, I picked Harvick. I, someone else picked Bush, but either way, I felt like no one was really touching Bowman besides uh, Blaney. And just, 
tough break for Ryan ending up yeah. having to pit with what three to go. Yeah. I, I feel like at that point, cut your losses and just, just go write it out for a, a top 10 finish. Ends up yeah, in 19th exactly. place. Yep. That sucks <sighs> for him, man. Especially really the Kobe sucks. tribute car. Like, very on, nice man. looking car, by the way. But yeah, I, California Bowman was fast all weekend. Mm-hmm. So all I think weekend. now we got to look at the fact that like when Michigan comes up, like he's got to be like the new, Oh, Kyle Larson pick. Like, Oh, this guy's really good here. Like this guy, yeah. can, it, it's not out of the realm of possibility. This could be a really, especially considering, I believe this is a contract year for Bowman. He needed mm-hmm. to come out the gate swinging in the last mm-hmm. two races. He's proved it. He's so, proven, so, and everyone loves to say how he almost won 2016 Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Um, is it fair to say that he's probably a safe pick? <laughs> no, he's definitely a safe pick. Uh, we'll get into our picks later. Don't worry, guys. Right. We'll hop onto that. So let's just round out a little bit of Fontana here because there wasn't really much else that happened. We didn't really see anything crazy. Unfortunately, Christopher Bell blew an engine on lap 80. Shouts out our boy Brock mm-hmm. Beard who was there. So there's your last place finisher. Um, Let's see here. Shame for um, Boyer. He just built a relevant oh here we go um larson and hamlin there was uh, uh-huh. some ass packing going on there yes yes some serious ass packing yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> and then for the two of them just to play it off at the end like nothing happened i mean yeah shit i'm glad to see that they're friends but i mean larson <laughs> had a good car larson had yeah, a damn good car and ganassi was not yeah. laughing about it i know he was not happy about that but what um, what makes it funny was hamlin was he said that uh that harvick was pushing him from behind mm-hmm. but he, he wasn't even close to uh, Hamlin. So I, don't, I, I don't know what Hamlin was looking at. Hey, Hamlin is, he's one of my favorite drivers. And it, yeah. it sometimes is hard to defend him because he, <laughs> yeah. he does things like this. And I'm just, I, <laughs> I, I it's just baffling sometimes, man. But um, I, I mean, hey, I got to give credit to Kyle Larson when credit is due. He ended up yeah. finishing in 21st. I don't even think that finish reflects where he actually was mm-hmm. on the track because he was in the top 20 through most of that final run. And yeah. I, I assume he probably just had a bad pit stop or something going on. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I want to see something better out of him. I feel like this was a year. I picked him to go to the championship for this year. So obviously long oh, road yeah. ahead, but yeah, that, that's, that's my guy right there. I really want to see him do well. And it hopefully, sucks seeing hopefully. another one of the guys I enjoy watching do that to him. Yeah. Uh-huh. Chevy's are fast. So hopefully. I mean, you know, I want to see Larson succeed, and I feel like uh, Phoenix. I keep wanting to say ISM. I know I shouldn't. It's I'm glad like, it's. I'm glad. I'm glad it's back to Phoenix. I know, <laughs> but my brain, my my dumb guy brain, is conditioned to say <laughs> ISM right now. Pain in my ass. Oh, <laughs> uh, but um, but yeah, I mean, uh, definitely not surprised that uh, Chip was not having it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to give a special shout out to. Ryan Priest on scoring negative three points this week. Just a round of applause. Um, <laughs> that's, that's hard to do, man. That's hard to do. <laughs> I've never heard so, that before. <laughs> a tough season getting tougher for Ryan Priest. Um, uh-huh. I'm hoping, and he was one of my picks, I'm pretty sure, last week. So I'm hoping for uh, hoping for something a little bit better. We'll, we'll, we'll see. Um, and shouts out our uh, first ever guest, Garrett Smithley, 34th place finish. Um, of course, anything else from the weekend that observation-wise you want to um, talk about? How about, yeah, how about uh, Martin Truex not happy with his teammates? 
Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Some drama going on there. <laughs> Truex is Truex is becoming the world's angriest man. Yeah, like, he's, he's always complaining. <laughs> he really is just constantly bitching all the time, and it's it's, <laughs> it's tough, man. Because I do yeah. like Truex, but he's making it hard to yeah. like him right now. Yeah, that was oh, unbelievable. Man. That's that old Kip Moore song. It's hard to love right now, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. He really is. He's killing me, and it sucks because it's like. You know, a lot of the things is just racing, man. That's just that's just Fontana. You're gonna yeah, have these yeah. runs where you're not gonna yeah. be able to do anything. Like I get your teammates, but man, you gotta you, you gotta, gotta quit race, the complaining. Man. I think exactly. Cole Pern kept him in check. Yeah, I think Pern because Pern's a psychopath. I think we all know that. Right <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's a certified lunatic, and mm-hmm. I feel like it kept Truex from just these rage moments because I don't know if his. His crew chief knows what to do right now. He's just kind of got yeah. his hands full with this guy. Mm-hmm. It's been a tough start to the season so far. Jason Small, I think, is his crew chief this year. Mm-hmm. Trying to see. I should know this. We, we literally had like 15 minutes talking about crew chiefs in one of our episodes. <laughs> James Small, thank you. Thank James you, Kevin. Small, yeah. <laughs> I can hear Kevin screaming from like miles away <laughs> up, up in uh, northern Florida just being like, no, no, it's James, you idiot. <laughs> Uh, if you you'll learn really quick, um, Justin, that I am constantly incorrect and I have to be corrected. <laughs> That's fine. That's yeah, fine. you can check me whenever you want. I will. I am incorrect at least two point five times. <laughs> All right. Um, but yeah, do you think that um Truex is going to end up things might boil over with him and his teammates later on in the season, especially if he might be feeling mm. pressure because of Christopher no. Bell, who obviously isn't performing. But I mean, yeah, I know. I don't. I don't think so. Like it was kind of heated, you know, especially with the fact that you can't pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I think he I think Phoenix is going to. Yeah, Phoenix is going to treat him well. He had a great card, Phoenix. Yeah. I like he could have won that race, you know. Yeah, all things considered, Phoenix is a good track for him. I'm pretty certain. I think he has a decent finish over the last few years since he's been at Toyota. So it wouldn't surprise me if if we get Happy Truex back this week. Yeah, yeah. Also, you know, I mean, I'm not worried about him because he sure as hell ain't going to do anything. We, we found that out with Logano, so. Yeah, he's all talk. He's bark. <laughs> he won't do all right. anything. Um, any, anything else I'm missing? Hmm. No, just Ooh. a dominant performance by Bowman. Yeah, Bowman <laughs> the snowman. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Hey, we got 100 followers on the podcast. It just happened right now. Hey, holy shit. <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, guys, if you Woo! haven't followed... um left turns and loud noises yet it's at ltln podcast on twitter and instagram i update the twitter more often than the instagram just a heads up um but yeah that's that's cool man i i did i never thought that i'd get up to 100 followers already <laughs> it took forever <laughs> shit all right um so moving along let's talk about the uh production alliance group 300 um shouts out harrison burton on his first career win hopefully uh-huh. the first of many mm-hmm. yeah and uh That's shouts out riley herbst for um not not doing too poorly actually i'm not i'm not huge on riley i, I i'd like to see him you know he's he's honestly kind of been all over the place with how he drives but uh-huh. it's a good good run for him it's a shame that his uh crew chief got in trouble for a uh loose lug nut at the end which i oh, still man. feel stupid as hell five thousand yeah. dollar penalty in expanding it's, it's a little much a little yeah, steep. That's, that's too much for that 
But um, I feel like, and obviously, I, I circle jerk this man every single week. But I mean, like Brandon Jones had a had a great car, and when his car had enough, no, like just clean air. Oh, that was bad luck too, man. He was Dude. a rocket ship in the first half of that race, man. Devastating, <laughs> just a Devastating. bad restart. No, oh, a bad pit stop, bad restart. Got caught up in a mm-hmm. crash. Just man, cooked him, man. It, it ends up in a thirtieth place finish. <laughs> It wasn't Terrible. wasn't great. Let seventy three laps. Uh, just mm-hmm. not not what I wanted. One two stages like that was big. Yeah, I, was, yeah. I was feeling, but that was the problem. When he won the two stages, I started getting this overwhelming feeling like what's gonna go wrong here. Yeah, like, I it, felt that feeling too. Mm-hmm. It's like it, this is too good to be true. Brand Jones can't win a race unless he just waltzes into it late race. Like yeah. this something bad has to happen, and, and it sure did. But mm-hmm. his teammates capitalized. It was good to see. Um, Harrison and Riley do well. Also, shouts out Ryan Sieg. Great fourth place finish. But, I mean, I think the real story from the weekend with Xfinity is Anthony Alfredo with a sixth place finish in his debut. Yes. Anthony. Anthony (laughs) Alfredo. Hell yeah, man. Alfredo. What is his name? Fast Pasta on Reddit. I love that name. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Dude, but that 21 car, man, that car is fast. Yeah, huh? It is fast. Almost Very. like it was the two car last season. Who would ever have known? <laughs> Not me. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't possibly. Uh, Myatt Snyder. Uh, Myatt. 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 Moit. Myatt. Myatt. Uh, with an 11 place. Not like that. Myatt. Myatt. Sounds like sounds like Russian. I never get the names right ever on this. You'll mm-hmm. you'll figure them out with an eleventh place finish in the ninety three car. So I, I think it's fair to say that Snyder has some serious speed this year. I wish he was yeah. running the full time schedule. I really would like to see what he would do this whole season because he has so much potential to grow. Mm-hmm. He does. Hey, anything that we want to go over with the expanding? I don't really have too much else to say. I just wanted to. Shouts out, my boy, and uh, you know, just give Harrison the the nod. He almost blew it at the end there. I was getting, I was getting. Nah, tight. that was that was veteran right there. He got yeah. through traffic perfect. He held off herps. That was pretty cool. Yeah, he definitely was. Uh, it was getting, it was getting antsy at the end. Yeah, it was getting, it was getting intense. That was yeah. a great race. We needed, we needed great something weekend. like that. I feel like Fontana. Uh, it's a shame that like it feels like the racing hasn't been as good the last few years. Yeah, this yeah. was a good race weekend, even uh-huh. with Bowman's domination. I feel like, you know, this yeah. package obviously is not perfect here. It, it yeah, never was going to be perfect here. Yeah, but either way, it worked mm-hmm. out. Okay, so I'm gonna go ahead and just splice right here. So I had Jordan on the podcast to talk. All about the F1 season coming up. We talked about um, what we think basically um, Mercedes is going to do, which surprise, surprise, we picked them to win a lot of races. We made our Mm -hmm. picks for the season. Um, We talked about why Ferrari probably is going to be a really substantially poor year. Um, And we talked mini Mercedes with um, or pink Mercedes, I guess is what he calls it. Um, and a whole bunch more, and our best friends over at Haas. So we're going to go ahead and take it away to Jordan. And we now welcome to the podcast our very special friend. He comes on every now and then to pretend like he's an F1 correspondent and um, professional, but he really is just my good friend, Jordan, and I didn't dox you this time, so congratulations to me on that. I'd like my round of applause now. Thanks. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. 
How you doing today, Jordan? How you doing? I'm sorry. Oh, good. Did your mic cut out? No, you you heard me clapping. Clapped for you. Yeah, I heard you clapping, but I'm not sure if you heard me saying how you doing. Oh, I didn't hear that. No. Um, (laughs) I'm doing. Off to a great start. I'm doing, dude. I'm doing. I'm doing amazing. We're working out. We're smoking less weed. We're we're making big moves in 2020. For those at home, um, there are states in the United States, believe it or not, where you can legally do that. So everyone calm down and get your pitchforks down. Um, honestly, this is a pro-weed podcast anyways. I think I can say Kevin's not here to um, abhor me. But either way, so hey, we're like, what, 10 days away from the uh, Melbourne? 11 days now on the 4th of March? We're getting close, yep. man. We're getting pretty close. Um, still waiting to see what's going on with the coronavirus. I keep maintaining mm-hmm. all the teams just need to start getting sponsored by Modelo, Takate, Soul, <laughs> whatever the fuck they want. As long as it's not Corona, I think they're all set. Um, no, gonna be uh, gonna be pretty interesting to see how it goes. Um, I know right now, if for whatever reason the Italian team specifically and maybe uh, like the Honda personnel aren't able to actually get to the race. Um, I don't know. I don't know if it's going to be canceled per se, because what I've seen is one alternative might potentially be that they just make it like a non-championship race. But uh, they have universally hey. declared that it won't be a championship race if not everybody can show up. Um, so it'll be interesting oh. to see how that goes. Um, I've seen they're kind of trying to come up with new measures. I think Bahrain is supposed to be the same way. Right now they're looking at uh, doing the same thing for the race in Vietnam, which is going to be its inaugural one. So uh, it'll be it'll be interesting to see how this plays out. This is actually becoming more of a crisis with, uh, especially since F1 is an international sport. Like, this actually can cause like a lot of problems in this season. I mean, you know, obviously down the road, you have places that also are struggling, like Italy. Um, I believe that Austria has uh, a couple confirmed cases over there. Um, and obviously, you know, watching the United States, it seems to double in number every single day. So, I mean, shit, this, I didn't even really think about that because obviously NASCAR, like, people have been a little bit more concerned about it. But I, it almost like just kind of goes over my head that F1, they literally are traveling straight into these countries that have a lot of these issues and the teams are international themselves. Yeah. Well, I mean, that that's the big thing. Like I said, you've got like Japanese engines going mm-hmm. uh, to the Austrian Red Bull. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it's all over the world. These teams are shaking hands. Yeah. Uh, it's, it, it's a global sport. And that, that's the big concern right now. So it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. I do have to say, Personally, I think it's overhyped. Coronavirus is basically just the fucking flu. It's just a new kind of the flu. Mm-hmm. Really only kills the elderly and people that have underlying conditions. So I think we all need to calm down just a little bit. But it wash is your okay. hands. Just wash your fucking hands, dude. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Wash your hands. Don't don't uh, don't spray a bottle of uh, I, I don't actually know if it's pronounced carbon or carbone or whatever the fuck it is. Don't spray it, chug it, and then hand it to ten of your best friends. You know, when you run a race, then I'm sure you'll be okay. <laughs> Just don't sneeze on people. That's also another thing. I, I, I saw one person was uh, tweeting, make sure to wipe down your gym equipment when you're done using it so you don't spread coronavirus. Just do that in general. Be a good person. Don't be a dick. Yeah. You should wipe down your gym equipment regardless. I don't want to. Exactly. Right? It's like now all of a sudden because there's a quote unquote deadly virus, people are all of a sudden now realize, holy shit, we have to be kind of hygienic. Who would have fucking known? But oh, man. We're getting we're getting a little off track here, but I mean that's just kind of what's been going on in the world, and F one's a world sport. So let's go and talk a little bit about Australia and, and pretty much the first five races. So we have an interesting slew right now because Vietnam and um, Netherlands are part of the first five or six races, if I recall correctly. 
Um, I'd have to double check, but yeah, no, I know. Um, yeah, actually, no, I'm pretty sure Vietnam is early April. Um, mm. I have to double check that, but yeah, Vietnamese, think, like, yeah, Vietnam. it's the third and the fifth race, respectfully. And we're gonna do Vietnam third and then the Dutch Grand Prix. And I gotta tell you we right got now, China in the middle of those, though, and, yeah, um, what is that, April? I want to say the mm-hmm. 19th, yeah, that's uh. That's It'll it's be, gonna be interesting to see what Shanghai does there. We there's a lot of potential for things to go right and a lot of potential for things to go wrong. But let's live in a perfect world where things go right. I watched a video today of Verstappen going around Vietnam and I I saw people complaining about the track. Oh, there's not enough passing zones. I think the track looks gorgeous and it's not technically a street circuit. Wait, I, I did, um, they have a video of him. I didn't see that. I saw him actually going around Zandvoort today. Um, I think that was on his. That's Instagram, what I thought though. it was. Did I? Oh, did I say Vietnam? Yeah, you did. Oh, I'm sorry. I meant I meant um, Zandvoort. My bad. But or oh, Zandvoort. No, yeah, no, that. But that I, track I, looks. I was I gonna do. say Vietnam has like the world's like it's literally just the straightaway from the end of Fast and Furious Six that they're driving on. So I mean, like, Zandvoort is a little no, bit different. Uh, it's very technical. <laughs> Should be uh no should be a good well here's the deal I don't I don't even know if it's gonna be good races per se um I'm very I'm very interested to see how it plays out but I, I really see Mercedes just being a dominant team this season mm-hmm. another double championship I don't even think that's a question I'm not trying to be negative you know out of out of the, oh, of course not three teams I'd rather see Ferrari or Red Bull win just to mix it up you know I'm still a Haas man at heart even though we're gonna be running back of the pack. But um, no, I, I think it's going to be Mercedes just going to be dominant through all of these. I think um, if anything, Red Bull's got, they've definitely improved straight line speed. Um, I know Ferrari's improved a lot in the corners, but it's possible. And it's possible. I mean, I'm just going off of testing here and testing's a bunch of nonsense anyways, but it looks <laughs> like they're a lot slower. And I don't, I don't think they're going to be able to pull anything like they pulled last year. I'm still really curious to see. Um, I don't know if you saw this, but um, the settlement deal with the FIA, where not they, see that um t- talk a little bit more about that so um so here's the deal um i don't know the technical specifics of it but basically um when ferrari went on their run last year of what was it like six pole positions in a row hmm. red bull started to ask some questions saying like how the fuck are they doing this they're just absolutely dominant on the straight lines like by more of a margin than they should be dominant um, and my understanding is Ferrari was potentially fucking around with the fuel flow, um, maybe in violation of the rules. And basically, the FIA reached a settlement with Ferrari, um, but the terms of which haven't been disclosed. So basically, the uh. FIA conducted an investigation. They didn't release the results of the investigation. And now every team that isn't um, Alpha, Haas, and Ferrari, you know, the two guys getting Ferrari engines, hmm. um, every other team has released a statement basically saying, and I'm paraphrasing, but this is pretty fucked up. If they didn't do anything wrong, why not say they didn't do anything wrong? Um, and if they did do something wrong, which it kind of seems like because we got a settlement that you're not releasing, you know, why are they not being punished for it? Um, and if you're not going to either release the settlement um, and tell us what happened and what your decision was, then how are we supposed to trust you? Um, so it's pretty interesting going forward. I mean, obviously, Ferrari's got huge clout um, within the F1 world. So it's, I guess it's more of a question of are they trying to get away with something? Are they getting preferential treatment? Um, you know, I, I really don't know. I know uh, more details should be forthcoming in the next couple of days. I saw the FIA. I thought they were supposed to release a statement today. I personally haven't seen anything about that. I might have to double check and follow up. Mm-hmm. But um, 
Yes, that, that's been that is basically Ferrari fucked around with their engine, potentially did something sketchy, also potentially didn't. And uh, now we're just trying to figure out what's going on. So this is probably where a lot of the rumors are coming that like or not the rumors, speculation that Ferrari might end up having actually the fourth best car this year. I don't know about fourth best. I know, um, I know a, a lower third then. Yeah, I know uh, the new I know, um, you know, you got the pink Mercedes on the track. That's uh, where I want to get to. People are very hype about the pink Mercedes, and I don't want to say anything until I see it in action. I'm just saying, testing's testing. As much as I think Sergio Perez can be an ass, I <laughs> think he's a very talented driver, and I would love Absolutely. to see another team start taking some podiums. Um, mm. You know, on a regular basis, not just on like a one-off freak incident. Or uh, like, oh, Pierre Gasly absolutely just accidentally ended up here, or Daniel Kvyat just is. Well, how did he end up here? I mean, well, yeah, when you got a race, when what, like seven or eight people crash out of it, and then you got uh, one person in the top three, or we, you've that got, can't uh, happen every single week. Yeah, you've got Carlos Sainz like slipping in there and getting a third because of a penalty. Like, mm. you know, you know, I want to, I want to see somebody just compete and win and, and not be a fluke or because there's really bad rain and terrible weather conditions and mm. that levels the playing field for the first time in forever. Um, you know, I, I just want to see some other people do some good driving and it's not or not even good driving, just have more uh, more competitive cars that can actually are capable of winning. Because at the end of the day, it's all down to what equipment you have. Exactly. It's a shame because the midfield is so evenly balanced. It feels like throughout most of the season and you see the teams when they upgrade, they start moving along. And it's a shame that battle is very entertaining, but we're not really focused on the midfield battle. They're scoring at most five points or 10 points or something if they're lucky on a good day. And I mean, we're just focused on one through six and whoever's there. It's a shame. But, you know, I'm hoping to see more um, exciting battles this year that are not, like you said, rain related or holy shit, like the whole field got taken out in lap on lap one. See, I, I, I disagree. Well, I, I agree and I disagree. Because honestly, when I watch, I'm rooting for Haas. So I, I'm not even yeah. looking at the top six. It's crazy. You know, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm rooting for, you know, seventh or eighth. You know, you take a <laughs> sixth place or even if you qualify in six, if, if, you're, if you're a midfield team, I'll lose my mind. Like, that's amazing. <laughs> that um, would, yeah. so, you know, that's, that's what I'm watching for. But um, no, it'll, it'll be interesting. Um I'm also curious to see um, what the Stroll family has in store. I saw they just bought a good chunk of Aston Martin. So I'm actually not sure how that's going to impact Red Bull, um, you know, with their branding being uh, Aston Martin mm. Red Bull. But um, it'll be it'll be interesting. Um, I think there's going to be some big changes. And even if not so much this year, I think we're going to be in for a much better season in 2021. We've still got a bunch of talented drivers. I, I don't really see um, the sport declining. I see it only growing and getting better. There's just so many young, talented people out there right now. I completely agree with that. Sorry, I'm um, trying to gather a couple, little bit of information. My computer's acting really, really slow. Um, okay, so moving along from all the just basic speculation real quick, uh, I wanted to talk to you about something else um first of all i wanted to do picks with you um that's something that i think that we should be able to do but like not pick the races just how many wins we think that people are going to get like i don't think uh, you're picking anyone to go kind of crazy and just get like a random one-off win this year right um god if i I thought anybody's capable i'd say maybe racing point Mm. Uh, not much faith in ricardo this year 
I mean, like, all right, here's the deal. I think um, I could see I could see Sergio Perez maybe somehow finagling it. You know, if you have a couple accidents, hmm. um, I love Ricardo. I think he's a fantastic driver. He's a goofy guy. I love following him on Instagram and you know watching him on Drive to Survive um, hmm. and even just watching his normal press interviews or even watching him on a race day. But I don't I don't see Renault really competing like that. I, I see Renault being a solid fifth place. Uh, but even then, I think McLaren's going to give them a real run for their money. If I if I had to put an order out right now for top five, I'd say in order you'd have Mercedes, Red Bull, Ferrari, um, Racing Point, and then I'd probably throw McLaren in there. I was going to say um, McLaren. I feel like have made strides and in coming into the new car next year. I feel like Racing Point and McLaren have put more into this car than the other teams have because I feel like the other teams are just trying to basically survive this 2020 season and get into 2021 with a new car. Which are you excited for the new car? I'm pretty excited. They all look pretty sexy, I gotta say. Oh, interesting. So a man of the future then. I am a man of the future. I gotta I mean, like, dude, even look at like the last ten years. I think the cars are like one and a half times the size of what they used to be. They're already futuristic. Like I think it's gonna get a lot sleeker, a lot cooler. Hmm. Um no, I'm down. It's sick, sick. So um I know you we just kind of bounced off of Haas and wanted to bounce back in. Um do you think that they're going to be rock stars or wankers this year? Just to straight up quote the show. <laughs> uh, it's a quote Gunther. Um, yeah, oh, I, love, I love that, man. I love Gunther. I, I think he's fantastic. I think he will, as long as there is a Haas team, I think he will always be the team principal just because he's a, he, he is a rock star in his own right. Mm-hmm. But a Haas, a Haas are going to be wankers. Like, there's not even a question. Oh, certified I, wankers. Oh, no. Dude, the number one Twitter comments I saw after um, the new car was unveiled for Haas with uh, Grosjean's and like, can't wait to drive it. The amount of comments of people I saw who were like, can't wait to watch it crash it on a safety lap. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm not even kidding. Like, I'm, I'm oh, thinking no. both of those drivers are, if you haven't seen the Haas episode of Drive to Survive, highly oh, I recommend it. But, but I'm, I'm talking to your, uh, your audience more. But like, uh, both of those drivers are, assholes like oh my god Groshaw's insufferable they they work for a man who's okay they work for gene haas who's used to winning my understanding is he's done Mm -hmm. relatively well in nascar he's done fantastic in nascar in my opinion i think he's got two championships um well metric fuck ton of wins so far in the last decade he's done fantastic with tony stewart at the helm with him Okay, I see. I don't follow NASCAR, but that's my oh, understanding. Good. He's this is a man who's used to winning. Exactly. Um, now he's in a sport where they're running ninth. Um, I, I'm not sure how long they'll be committed to the sport, especially given last year they just couldn't keep pace. There was a number of I think there was like two races where they um, they took P5 or P6, um, mm. you know, um, after qualifying. And then they lost it. I, I think they had. Oh, yeah, no, Austria was, was a- Melbourne. After Australia, it was all downhill. Austria is a great example. Like, uh, I think it was Magnussen got fifth and then just couldn't, he didn't make a single pass, it looked like. Well, the cars don't have power. They had horrible tire degradation. Uh, mm, the tire degradation is atrocious, especially behind other cars in the corners. Yeah. So th- that's, that's, uh, no, that, that's the thing is it'll be interesting to see, but I, I, I'm already resigned to another year at the back <laughs> of the pack. I feel like, I feel like, you know, testing for the most part is great. Um, you know, if you're one of the top teams, you can either flex or sandbag or do whatever you want. Um, you know, fuck completely change the camber on the front straightaway. 
Yeah, but when you're when you're Haas and you're already running back of the pack, there's no point to sandbag. They're already running pretty slow. So unless they've got some big upgrades coming or they've got a, you know, unless they were sandbagging or they've got big upgrades coming, I, I am not optimistic at all for the upcoming season for Basically, them. it's it's going to be like any good result is going to be a win essentially to you. And that's, hey, that's kind of good. At least if you keep the expectations low when they do perform well at a couple races, hey, you can get something to be excited about. Well, no. So that that's the deal. It's not even um, it's not even that like a win is a good result, man. If Haas is finishing in the top ten in a race this year, I'm gonna call that a good result. Um, I I honestly think Williams is ahead of them right now. Um, I know I know on speed it's iffy, but at, at least Williams has. Well, I I don't really know much about um Latifi Lafiti. I I don't I don't remember what his last name is. But, um, Latifis, yes. Um. But I think George Russell is very talented. Um, yes. So I, I think uh, I think at the end of the day, um, Williams might be. Obviously, they're not going to escape the back of the pack. Like that's not going to happen. But after watching <laughs> uh testing, I, I think, think Alvatore probably is going to be a little bit faster in them again this year. Like well, that, that's the thing. Back of the pack, I think it's Alvatore. and then it's a toss up between Williams or Haas for positions eight through ten. How fun! <laughs> How fun. Yeah. Um, by the way, fun fact. Did you see, uh, I think Kubica had like the uh, one of the fastest times during testing. I saw that and I was very surprised. So who is he the test driver for right now? Alpha. <laughs> that was very surprising to see him out there. I thought that he was just going to walk away from the sport and enjoy retirement, but he's a test driving and he's still showing some speed. I mean, that- shit. I-, I guess that's a testament to how bad the Williams was last year. Also ran like 112 they, laps. They, 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 they didn't have a single, despite how bad Haas was, like they didn't have a single race where, um, you know, it was really, they were either, even when they managed to pass Haas in a couple of races, like they never were so far ahead. Um, mm. You know, it, it, goofy. Just the, it, I had a goofy year last year. One <laughs> for all, only because eight cars wrecked. Otherwise they would have been uh, like no points. Absolutely mm. not. Um well, what a remarkable season. <laughs> Great season. But you wanted you wanted picks, by the way. How many races do you think the teams are going to win? How many races the drivers are going to win? Uh, we can go teams if you wanted, but I think it's more exciting if we just bet on the, on, the, on the drivers themselves. And in a perfect world where we get 22 actual points paying races here, um, let's go ahead and pick it. So I am not picking anyone outside the big six to win any races this year. I'll just... Go ahead and say that right now. I, I don't. If anyone is going to compete, anyone, it's either going to be. Um, uh, I I have a lot of faith in Lando Norris. I think he's showed so much maturity last year when he started up up front in the field, and like I, I felt so bad for Spa. That would have been a fucking incredible finish for him. Um, he is the only one, and Sergio Perez, I think, is another one. I would like to see Signs do well. I don't know. <laughs> Signs is a fucking great driver. You cannot like. Forget about him, and I know that you have an eye on him this year. I'll uh, all right. I can give you some really quick picks. Okay, cool. Um, let's let's get this over and done with. Then um, I'll go first. I think that Lewis Hamilton's going to win seven races this year. Okay. I think that Botas is going to win one. I got what do I have eight, so I have fourteen numbers left. I yeah. think Leclerc wins two. I think Vettel wins zero. I think, and I'm I, I actually yeah you got I am going to go. Fuck. Um, shit. Botas actually wins four. Then, 
This is harder than I thought. Math is difficult. So I have 11 plus 2, so that's 13. This is still too many to give Max for stopping. All right. Stopping well, four, yeah. and I'm going to give Albon one. Well, how many okay, numbers so do I have there? You got Albon one, Verstappen four. 16. I'm 18, so I need to give three more away. I'll give Albon two wins. I'll give Albon two wins. I'll give Vettel a lucky win, and I'll give uh, Lewis Hamilton eight. I think that's reasonable. Okay, so what is that? Eight wins for Hamilton, one for Botas, one for Albon. No, 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 no. I said here, no, I, I, I changed the numbers. Eight for Hamilton, four for Botas, that's 12. Leclerc, two, so 14. Mm-hmm. Vettel, one, so 15. Then, fuck, I'm still missing one because I have Verstappen four and then Albon two. Shit. Guess we're going to give Lewis Hamilton nine wins. <laughs> All right. All right. Congratulations, 2020 champion Lewis Hamilton. I don't think anyone's picking against him, though, to go, what is this, six in a row now? <laughs> no, Seven he in a row? just did six in a row. Yeah, it's ridiculous what Lewis Hamilton is doing. Like, I thought about it this offseason. I'm like, you know, I honestly don't like Lewis Hamilton, the person, but I love Lewis Hamilton, the driver. I won't root for him, but I respect how freaking ridiculous this is. Oh, come on. He's he's a decent human being. Oh, I don't think he's not a decent human being. I just, you know, he's, he's, he's you know, he's got, he's got too much swag. He dresses way better than me. He's got sick tattoos. He drives from Mercedes. He gets to do whatever he wants. He's best friends with Justin Bieber. I don't want to root for that right now. I root for dickhead Max for stopping instead. Okay. Um. All right. Let's. Most see. boring man in the world. <laughs> all right. Um. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go pretty bold. I'm gonna give <laughs> Hamilton 11 wins. So I Ooh, think he yeah. wins half of the races. Um. I think, Fair enough. I think Botas gonna take. I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say three races. So okay. that's 14 out of the 22. Um, hmm. I think Leclerc gets one win this year. Okay. So that'd be 15. Hmm. I think Vettel gets none. I'm okay. going to say, I'm going to call Sergio Perez to take a surprise win. I think there's okay. going to be some rain on a track at some point. Yeah, I think there's going to be some accidents. He'll get lucky. So that's what, 16? Hmm. Um, I think Max Verstappen is going to be good for five wins, which is going to be 21. I I, I really like him. I think he's grown a ton. I think they are in a pretty solid car this year, even if it won't be able to beat Mercedes in most. I think there's going to be a couple tracks which will suit Red Bull and they'll be able to pull it out at. And I'm going to say Albon takes his first win this year as well. I like Mm. Albon. I think he is talented. Uh, Mm -hmm. I think he can do it. And if not, I I would be curious if Marco keeps him around. You got the numbers correct. Wow. Okay, I mean Sergio Perez pick. That's not bad. It's not bad. I'll keep an eye on that one. Um, it's crazy. Verstappen's fucking twenty two and still just killing it. Like it's crazy to me. Like he feels That's like he's been twenty one for the past three years. I don't. He doesn't change. Like his face oh. just stays the same. It's wacky. Like Verstappen is on such a great trajectory right now, man. He he's gonna have a great career if he just keeps it up. And if this year he he does actually pull off four or five wins, like that's championship contender right there. I'm t- I'm telling you. Obviously, that. if Lewis Hamilton wins eleven races, maybe not. But here's the deal: I I don't see I don't see Hamilton winning any less than oh God at, at the very least nine. I think, yeah. I, I think Mercedes has a couple of reliability issues that they've shown in preseason testing. But beyond that, cars run flawlessly, dude. Like, nobody's, nobody's going to touch them. 
I think the only way he wins less is if the car breaks down in the first couple of races. Um, They're pushing too hard or they're just trying to do something that's super like experimental because like this is the last year of the car. That's the only reason I could see Hamilton falter. But to be quite honest, I mean, Lewis Hamilton's a cheat code and Mercedes is just the fucking puppeteer or puppet master right now this season holding F1 at the strings. That I don't know. That that's the thing. I really can't wait for the next regulations to come in because I would like mm-hmm. to see the change up in the order. Um, I'm also excited for budget caps and other things that'll make it a lot closer. <laughs> hopefully, I think I really think this year is just another year. I don't think any team is going to leave F1 after this year, even Haas if they have another terrible year. Hope not. I, I think. Well, I think I think the big thing everybody's hanging on for is the regulation changes because once that comes into play. It won't be a level playing field because I'm sure Mercedes and Ferrari are already throwing hundreds of millions to develop the next car. Mm-hmm. But I think it'll at least be a lot closer. Is it possible? And this is the last question before I'll let you go. Is it possible that we could see a new team come in next year for the new car? Well, or unless they're adding a team, the only team I see dropping out would be Haas. Um, mm-hmm. Well, William- let's say that Haas doesn't drop out and they'd go 22 cars again like they did in 16. Um, maybe, but who would, who would come in? I don't know. Like there's always rich billionaires with money and nothing to do. There's, uh, you know, I get the world doesn't end by 2021 with this virus. I I feel like, you know, maybe someone's just gonna be like, well, formula one looks fun. These new cars aren't as expensive. I I'd like to run in, in the back. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. Um, I think <laughs> it would be cool. I think it'd be cool to see more teams in there. But I also think, you know, by the same token, yeah, you'd probably need another manufacturer team to come in. I'm just trying to figure out, like, who could who could realistically show up and compete. Um, mm-hmm. I think I don't because I don't think Honda would run a team because Honda's already uh, no. put in their lot. with Probably Apple. not. They so, had a bad run last time, too, I feel like. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you know what? Here's Toyota's one maybe that could come back. Nissan decides to fuck with it. I don't know. 2021 Ford, Ford F1. Dude, they tried that with Jordan, and that was a disaster. No, 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 no. I'm talking a Ford, and they don't drive an F1 car. They drive an F150. Oh, boy. Finally, someone Williams can beat race in and race out. Here we go. You fucking think. You haven't seen the aerodynamics on the Ford Raptors. Come on. That's fair. You technically can't win the race if your car has been absolutely just run over by an F150 Raptor. That is fair. That's what I'm saying. That first little straightaway, you just slam into a couple cars, take them out of the race, and then you let your other driver go around as the only car that's not damaged. It doesn't matter how long it takes, you win. This is why we bring you on the podcast. Thank you for coming on, Jordan. God bless. All right, appreciate it. And I just want to thank Jordan for hopping on the podcast. Thanks again, Jordan. I love it when he comes on and he makes really preposterous jokes. You didn't get to hear the interview, Justin, but, um, <laughs> you know, I literally got this man on like maybe two minutes before I was recording. I was like, all right, I reached out to him because like you just tweeted out some kind of serious bait. And I was like, I'm going to bite. <laughs> I'm going to bite. Like I, I really did need a co-host tonight and it, it worked out in my favor. I was, this is this is this has been fun. This is fun. My first time ever. First yeah, I wouldn't believe this is your first podcast you've ever <laughs> you you have like a good voice on everything. I, I can hear the nerves, but I definitely there's 
there's you have the intelligence to at least talk about NASCAR. That's all I, I talk about, man. Dude, I, love <laughs> it, man. I wish there were more people like our age. Like, how old are you? I know. I'm a uh, 20, turning 21 in like. Dude, hell yeah, you and Kevin are the same age. I'm 25. Oh, yeah. I had no one in college to talk NASCAR with. Like when I was, mm-hmm. um, when I was in college, I had no one to talk to. So it was just like, yep. shit. And I'm glad I made this podcast. Now I got a <laughs> bunch of friends throughout the sport. Mm-hmm. Freaking met Denny Hamlin last year, and I met Ward Burton at Daytona. Like I'm living my. Dream. <laughs> oh man, Ryan Blaney complimented me on my shorts and grabbed them. I was like, please, please, what are you doing? <laughs> um. But moving along, so uh, just a couple things before we get into Phoenix. So we had um, testing over the weekend. Uh, Media was technically not supposed to be there, but we got a bunch of footage of the next-gen car with William Byron driving it and uh, boofing it pretty much. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kept it off the wall, though, I think, right? Yeah, he kept it off the wall. A little half-spin. Yeah, it was only a half-spin. But you you know what that says about the car, though, right, Justin? Yep, it's hard to handle. To handle. Uh huh. I can't want. That's what, dude. Put the car (laughs) back into the driver's hands and make them wheel it. I can't wait. Like you get to, dude. You get to a track like Atlanta where that that they literally are going like into orbit Mm -hmm. with those bumps. Uh (laughs) Oh man, turn three and four is going to be a nightmare. Mm -hmm. I can't wait, but um. I, I wonder how many more tests they got to do because I feel like they still have to do road course tests and um, short track testing. Yeah. Uh, don't they have a – they're going to Atlanta, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah. I feel I like we've gotten our, our laps around those tracks. I'd like to see them do either a test at uh, Richmond or Iowa just to see yeah, how these yeah. cars do under heavy braking or mm-hmm. even New Hampshire. Yeah. I feel like it's it's a good testament to see how well these cars break and especially mm-hmm. considering like these are going to be new wheels and we'll get in that in a second um, when we round out the field but yeah. essentially like i just am curious to see like what the faults are from these cars because the mile and a half minus the byron spin isn't really giving us a full story yeah nobody knows they still have that big ass giant ass spoiler <laughs> Big ass. They had the small spoiler one time. I think that they yeah, were testing yeah, it out for the, the short tracks. Mm-hmm. I I don't mind it. I'm a little concerned about the 550 horsepower still, but we'll. Yeah. We'll oh see. my god. <laughs> don't, that pisses me off, dude. I do not want five. Come on, dude. The fans. Like, it's too slow. It's too slow. The fans don't get ever. The fans don't get hurt unless your name is David Land. So it's like. Yeah. It's, <laughs> It's tough. It's it's tough out there being a NASCAR fan. Yeah. But um we'll get all into the next gen car momentarily. I would like to just mm-hmm. quickly before we get into picks give a special shout out to our partners at stadiumscene.tv. Guys, I've talked about it throughout the season. If you have a podcast, you have a blog, you make YouTube videos for a living, you need viewership and the people that can get you in line with that viewership with those listeners is Stadium Scene TV. Check them out. They have a wonderful um, system to get you connected with people. And best of all, it is free to sign up. They have an MVP system that gets you as much help as you could possibly need to get yourself off the ground. I've been using them for the past month. They've been wonderful. They've been an awesome partner so far, and we love working with them. And throughout the 2020 season, we are going to be partnering up with them. Hopefully, hopefully, we might even do a little team up we'll see things are in the works i won't give anything away but you know things are in the works 
gotta fly across the entire United States, but things are in the works. But uh, yeah, check out stadiumscene.tv. I, Justin, you ready to talk some Phoenix? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's get it. <clears throat> All right. So obviously we mentioned this earlier in the podcast, but Alex Bowman is a favorite this weekend. And it just yep. comes down to the fact that like the car looks good. He looks good. And 2016 did exist. So mm-hmm. with all that being said, I would like to go ahead and just say that as far as I know, I don't know Justin's picks. All of us are freaking idiots on this podcast and forgot to pick Alex Bowman this week. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have everyone's picks here. <laughs> so um, since obviously Kevin, Alex and Methy are out, um, yep. they had to basically text me what they wanted to do. Um, but Justin, I gave you the rundown as to how these picks work. So basically, for those who are joining in for the first time, hello. Um, we have a dark horse, a sleeper, and a favorite. The dark horse is a driver that is usually like 23rd or worse, someone that like is a rookie or you don't expect to do well in that card, like a Ross Chastain, uh-huh. I guess. Yep. Um, a sleeper is someone that could win the race, but you don't want to lock them in as a winner. So those guys will score less points than the favorite the favorite is your mortal lock this is a guy that you pretty much like hands down you put the money on him this guy's going to win and we got points based off this i i have it on the twitter you guys should check it out it's a lot of fun we we update this thing every single week and right now unfortunately i lost my points lead i am one point (laughs) behind methy he has 108 and i have 107 and then kevin is only nine behind me. And then Alex is in literally Antarctica with how many points he has right now. But, right. you know, that's what happens when you pick uh, CGR every single week. <laughs> <laughs> Not been great. But, um, Justin, I'm going to go ahead and let you go since you are our guest this week. So Thank go you, ahead man. and give me your dark horse. Hmm, my dark horse. I'm picking. Could I pick? I'll be picking Tyler Reddick. Okay. Tyler. I like it. I like it. Just use Tyler Reddick as, as much as you can before. So around <laughs> the fifth race, we're going to be actually using the points um, okay. for this for the listeners at home. But right now, Tyler Reddick is in Daniel Hemrick's old car, and Lord knows whatever that car wants to be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I like Reddick, man. He's he's been very All solid right. this year. Um, All my right. dark horse this week, I am going out on a limb because I really need him yeah. to do well. I'm going with Ty Dillon for some reason. Yeah. I'm sorry. Let Good me rephrase that. Two-time stage winner, Ty Dillon. Woo! <laughs> righty. <laughs> All right. Um, Justin, give me your yeah. sleeper. My sleeper. Um, would you consider 07 time a sleeper, Jimmy Johnson? Honestly, dude, when was the last time he won a race? Exactly. Exactly. Picking- He's a sleeper, my friend. <laughs> I'm picking him. I'm gonna, yeah, that's a good pick, man. Yeah. Johnson. Uh, it's crazy to think that we we consider Johnson a sleeper, but I mean, you know, he almost, I went to, uh, everyone who's been listening to this podcast knows, but for the yeah. new listeners, I went to Roval. I was sit, standing right in front of the Johnson uh-huh. uh, Truex incident, and I swear, man, I, 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 I thought that, that could have been it right there. Uh-huh. That could have been his his ticket. That was a that was an interesting day. Um, my sleeper now. I, I don't have Kevin here to yell at me to say this is cheating, but because okay, I don't have okay. him, it's perfect. I I can't get in trouble for this. But I am picking Brad Keselowski as my sleeper. Brad, this week. All right, that's not a bad pick at all. Listen, when you are stuck with Jeremy Bullins yeah. as your crew chief, you're always the sleeper, my friend. Yeah. You will never be the favorite. Ask Ryan Blaney last year. <laughs> 
<laughs> tough, tough scene. Uh huh. Even though Bullens might as well still be Blaney's crew chief right now, if we're being honest. <laughs> um. All right, Justin, hit me with your favorite. Alrighty, this one is going to be very, very obvious. He has won the last three races at Phoenix. I am going with Kyle Busch. The oh, what a safe pick. 18. What a safe <laughs> Kyle pick. Busch, that's my favorite, man. This has been a very, very... You have yeah. to pick him. You have yeah, to pick no, him. I mean, three. until he gets beat here, you can't say that he's <laughs> going to get beat. Uh-huh. Uh, Kyle Busch has won every single race of this track, except for... Yes. Um, well, before the fall race, this is where it's, I would be correct. Yeah, him. yeah. Before the fall race, had won every single race on this new layout. So, yeah, not, <laughs> yes. pretty safe pick. Um, <laughs> my favorite this week, it's been a minute since he's been in victory lane here, but, I mean, the pure domination, he still holds the um, the overall mm-hmm. uh, speed uh, um, efficiency chart rating. I don't know what the hell it is. It was a very high number, and I liked it. I know and, who you're going with. Yeah, exactly. You can't pick against him sometimes, even if Kyle yeah. Busch is the dominant man. You got to go Kevin Harvick. And yep. I feel like I did this a lot last year, too, where I kept yeah. picking Kevin Harvick in the first half of the season and nothing <laughs> was happening. Nothing and happened. I did it last week and nothing happened. So yeah. I'm hoping that Kevin Harvick uh, wakes up because I don't want to see Haas struggle yeah. this season. And I think the Almirola top 10 was a sign of good things to come. So yeah. I'm hoping for a Harvick win. Um, real quick, right. let me read um, Kevin, Alex, and Methy's picks. Right. So Kevin, yeah, real quick. Um, Kevin's got his dark horse is Christopher Bell. His sleeper mm-hmm. is Kyle Larson, and his favorite is Kyle Bush. Um, yep. Alex picked Nemechek. Oh, yeah, smart man, right? I surprise. <laughs> guess who? Um, Alex picked as his favorite. He had Nemechek as his dark horse. Almirola uh-huh. as a sleeper, and surprise, surprise, Kyle Bush. <laughs> <laughs> and then Methy picked for the third week in a row is his dark horse. I don't think he's aware of this. He's picked Michael McDowell again. (laughs) Then he picks Ricky Stenhouse Jr. as his sleeper, a borderline dark horse driver. Mm -hmm. Um, And then his favorite this week is Kevin Harvick. So we really all hive-minded, essentially, with our favorites. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I mean, none of us picking Bowman is... I'm interested to see how he does. This could be very... I hope this race does really well because this is this race will be an indicator to basically how the championship race is going to go. And mm-hmm. I am very vocal about how I hate the championship format. I think it should be. Oh. I, I mean, do you like it? The format? Yeah, the three three one or three 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 one. Um, it's not too bad for me. I got used to it. You get used to it. You get conditioned. Yeah. You're, it's, yeah. like, it's like a dog that was eating like really nice food and then gets fed these kibbles. It's like, okay, these are nice, but yeah. I guess I'll eat them. I have no choice. Like We have mm-hmm. no choice with this championship format. All three series use it. Yeah, I keep preaching it, and I don't know who I have to talk to to make this heard by the right <laughs> people, but I really want a 1-3-3-3 three, three, three format. 1-3-3-3. Yes. Like basically, mm-hmm. and I can explain this real quick if you want to hear it. Yeah, let me hear that. <laughs> I, I've been just kind of itching to get this out. I, I usually <laughs> will talk about this at least four times a season. So uh-huh. I, I'm sorry for everyone listening that has already heard this. <laughs> like, oh, he's doing it again. Um, but basically, for the new listeners, mm-hmm. uh, what the 133 for, 333 format is essentially 
um, the first race is an automatic elimination race. However, the top eight in points coming mm-hmm. into the playoffs are um, automatically locked into the next round. They will be in the round of 12 no matter what. If they finish in last, they're fine. The drivers 9 through 16 in the points have to race their way into the next round. However, okay. playoff points from the entire season and playoff points, stage points as well in this um, round will count to getting you into the next round. So basically, okay. it will eliminate the drivers that didn't do very well throughout the season, just kind of yeah. points their way in or whatever. It'll basically mm-hmm. get rid of the drivers. Like, I, unfortunately, it would be like something like a Newman rule for 2014. But yeah. like it basically saves us time and then you don't have crazy ass upsets in the first round necessarily. Mm -hmm. And it will force drivers lower down to go for more wins. Like a Kurt Busch last year, getting the one win, locking himself in. Mm -hmm. What if he like, you know, was still on the bottom there. He could work his way into locking himself into the next round, more wins, more playoff points. Yeah. Then you go into a three, 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 just three races per round in the championship yeah. four is or is no longer is one race elimination because you can just get lucky in one race or you can be denny hamlin yeah, and get absolutely cooked luck. in one race or yeah. truex and put the wrong freaking tire on yeah and, and i would like to see that race. exactly so nascar is not football you it does not come down to just one race it's easy yeah, 36 yeah. race season I agree with that, yeah. So three races, I think, would be fair. You get points involved in it. You still can have a (laughs) 1v1 fight in the final race based on how crazy these points are. And it makes the play or the stage points in the final race that more valuable. Yeah. That's just my that's just my opinion. I think it would solve a lot of the problems. Of course, this also involves a rotating final race on the schedule between four different mile tracks, but that's that's a whole nother devil. (laughs) But um, yeah, that is my tin can theory for how NASCAR should be fixed. I don't know. Uh, I feel like I've been preaching this for four years now. (laughs) Nobody. I'm gonna put like some um. What is it? I'm going to text my editor and just be like, can you put like, uh, what is that? What's that weird show called? The Twilight Zone music or something in the background <laughs> of that whole rant. Make me sound even crazier. Okay, so rounding out the field, I want to go back and touch on the, um, the next-gen car because NASCAR decided to absolutely lose its collective shit. We'll get into the other stuff that happened today, but NASCAR mm-hmm. lost its collective shit. All the fans over um, the disappearance of four things that they just seem to love um and that is the rest of the lug nuts on the car yeah we're we're going from from tiny lug nuts to one big lug yep and uh justin how do you feel about this because i can tell in your voice you're not pleased man i'm gonna miss the sound of uh those lug nuts you know ah dude i'm I'm always gonna miss the yeah yeah, uh, you can't replace that noise. It's yeah. Now we're gonna get the. What is it gonna sound like this year? I don't. Or, I, I don't know. Vroom. I one. I don't know. <laughs> it's gonna sound really sluggish. I feel like, and yeah. it's not gonna be as sexy as the. Yeah. Uh, uh, I feel very happy going to Daytona and picking up two um, lug nuts, even though I got lube all over my hands or whatever they put on the on those things. <laughs> It was really mm-hmm. cool picking those up, but uh, I saw someone on Reddit post. Well, now we won't have the guys who have just 
fucking suitcases full of these things. Yeah. Trying to sell them. So I guess that solves that problem. I will mm-hmm. say it the new tires are absolutely sexy though. I do love the way yeah, they look. They are good looking. They are. I'm excited. It's going to take a little bit out of like the crew's hands, I yeah. guess. That's what it's sucks about safety it. though. Yeah. I don't I don't know. You want to you want to talk about something a little bit more uh happier? All right. What yeah, dude, how about uh Tony Stewart today announcing that he's coming back to coming race back. at uh, the Indy Road course? Tony Stewart is back. He's back. <laughs> dude, how exciting. After four is this years. <laughs> dude, he just took some time off, did a little bit of some sprint car racing, a little bit of some ownership, ate a lot of soda cookies, and now he's yep. back, baby. It's, he's back. it's exciting. Especially on a track like that, where it's gonna be the first race yeah. at the new ooh. Ooh. Home state too. Come on. I know, man. dude. If Tony <laughs> like hypothetically, Tony wins that, you know he's climbing the fence, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. They gotta have someone underneath him to catch him, or maybe just like a mattress. Yeah. There. He worries <laughs> me with age. <laughs> oh man. That's gonna be really exciting. I'm curious to see what number he runs. Um, because obviously mm-hmm. Stuart Haas in Xfinity has run the 0098 the last few years. Um uh-huh. I'm trying to think what other cars Stuart has run in Xfinity. Because he he has done some Xfinity races in the past. I can look this up real quick. But yeah, no, that's that's really awesome though. I'm excited for that. July, especially on Fourth of July weekend. Yeah. Honest. I wonder how that's gonna turn out too. Having I'm hoping that it's July. a good turnout. Yeah, it's gonna be hot as the Dickens. Yeah. <laughs> if man, it doesn't rain, really of course. Hot. Yeah. All right, let's see here. Tony Stewart Xfinity stats. So in 2013, let's see what car number he had. Mm-hmm. The 33 owned by Richard Childress. Oh, yeah. He won that race. That's right. Mm-hmm. Richard Childress. Uh, let's try another year. Kevin Harvick. Okay. Okay, we're not sure what number Tony Stewart's going to run, but if I had to put money on it, it's. I don't think there's a 14 car in Xfinity, if I had to guess. Am I wrong? Am I right? Kevin? Mm. <laughs> I, I, I need Kevin here. I need Kevin desperately. He, no, he Larry McReynolds. <laughs> Nobody knows, man. Nobody knows. Um, but yeah, that's ex- some exciting news coming along. Um, more exciting news, I guess, uh, depending uh-huh. on how you look at this. Um, uh, Daytona you know. has already, de- or NASCAR, Daytona, whoever, has already decided to announce that um, they've completely decided to just change speed weeks. Or should I say yep. the speed week? Uh-huh. It's only one week now. I'm all for it, man. I'm all, I don't know about you, but I'm all some, for it. Some weekday races. I <laughs> guess this is what the fans wanted, but not like this. I don't know. It's going to be entertaining. Oh, no doubt it's going to be entertaining. <laughs> Those cars all going into turn one. So if anyone didn't hear the news, NASCAR and Daytona announced that they are going to be moving the clash to Tuesday, and it'll be on the road course. And this was very casual, mm-hmm. just dropped today um, <laughs> casual. with the Tony Stewart news. It was just very yeah. out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I, no, man, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. And it's but, at um, night too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Another thing, it's going to be <laughs> at night. I, I, I feel like I should have mentioned that. Um, Under the lights, man. <laughs> that's awesome. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> dude it's going to be absolutely insane because the fact of the matter is you got the this is gonna be the first race here and apparently they're going to use the gen 6 one last time for this this is just yeah, a, this yeah, could yeah. be a, 
an all-out shit show if they wanted to be yeah. they're gonna use these cars again yeah. what are they gonna yeah. donate yeah. them to arca well. in a few years <laughs> like this has potential to be awesome and then someone and i want to mm-hmm. give him the proper credit before or her i want to give them the proper credit um for this tweet because or this this take because it is it got me really excited like, i'm not gonna lie i was i, was, I got a little semi shot from it um yeah. <laughs> from you Astone1996 on Reddit um, said, put all the poll winners and clash winners from all three series, three different uh, classes, 18, 18 cars on this track. It's too big and it was spread out too much. And then just mm-hmm. add all the other series. I thought that was brilliant. Make it a class race mm-hmm. like uh, IMSA does and just make yeah, it yeah. even more of a shit show. I'd love to see the trucks out there with them. That would be pretty. Wow. Whoever. Yeah. Ooh, that would be wacky, right? That would be that would be legendary, <laughs> dude. That's an understatement, man. It's gonna be nuts. <laughs> and if Kyle Busch ends up winning polls in the other um series, make Kyle Busch yeah. run the series, the lowest series he's won a poll in. Yeah, <laughs> make Kyle Busch run in the trucks because I guarantee you, Kyle <laughs> Busch will still drive the ever living shit out of that car to try and win the <laughs> overall race. Uh huh. Oh man, it, it's very entertaining to to like have an idea like that. I don't think NASCAR is going to do it, but man, that would be something. Yeah, that would be entertaining. This is going to be a test run, though, for sure, to see if NASCAR wants to um potentially have a points paying race on the road course. And I, I, I per- personally, I don't know if that would work, but for an exhibition race, hell yeah, put some freaking yeah. LED lights underneath the car or as the headlights Ooh. themselves. Make this as just make the pageantry come alive here this is a crazy event that we could have with the potential here Mm -hmm. real shame we're not going to get to see the gen 7 before but i think qualifying was going to still be sunday or am i qualifying qualifying is the day after it'll be wednesday wednesday boo yeah that's <laughs> yeah, that okay that is one thing i will say because i know qualifying is always during the day and i'm gonna be working on yeah. that wednesday so i uh, yeah uh well i'm a big fan of the conspiracy always gets the poll so mm-hmm. any any conspiracies want to want to throw out now for 2021 yeah why not man. let's throw some conspiracies out there now man i have no idea i don't when we get closer uh... maybe we, we... Uh, yeah, I guess we'll find out maybe some more yeah. things. Maybe uh, Dale Jr. returns for a one-off or Johnson. <laughs> they want to try the new car out. Freaking uh, Carl Edwards uh, comes out with some WWE music. Like, by God, that's Edwards music. Where is oh, he man. going? He disappeared. He's just vibing. He, he's just straight up vibing. Yeah, I think vibe. he's in Minnesota vibe or something. Check, yeah, <laughs> he's passing farm. every vibe yeah. check. Yeah, <laughs> just living his best life. <laughs> I think what happened was he just realized like the sports changing too much and he can't do backflips anymore. Like that's exactly what I thought too. He didn't like what NASCAR was becoming, so he left. Yes. <laughs> I also heard a crazy rumor about him. I don't know. Um I mean Kevin's not here to stop me, so I'll just go ahead and say it. I heard that the man uh he was jacked for a reason. Why? Uh he uh had a little extra help. A little extra help. Oh, okay. He, uh, him and Barry Bonds may have been talking to the same people. <laughs> Catching my drift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, you know, if you can't put two and two together, we'll, uh, we'll let you figure it out there at home. 
But uh, moving along, so I'm on Reddit right now trying to see what else yeah. uh, happened this week. Um, oh, that's still the all-time top post on on this thing. Uh, no Newman news this week. We're still waiting to see uh, if he decides to um, come back soon. But, you know, he's been recovering really well. So, honestly, just shouts out him. I think that we didn't talk about the news last week. Uh, NASCAR came out and said it was a concussion, essentially head injury. So, mm-hmm. um, just happy to, uh, you know, happy that he's still here. Um, I, I want to say this real quick. Um, you know, I'm not a very religious person. I don't know if you are Justin, um, but mm-hmm. our, um, co-host Alex is going through a very tough time right now. And even though I'm not religious, you know, my mother is, and I've been praying with her for Alex because yeah. he's. He's done more for me in my life than and a lot of people ever would and ever should. Like Alex has just been a great friend. He got our first ever guest on this podcast, but it's more than that. He's a human being that I genuinely yeah. enjoy being around. So, um, you know, I don't want to talk about what's going on, but essentially just, you know, keep Alex in your prayers, keep his family in your prayers. And, you know, we, we hope to have him on here soon. And uh, when he does, we're all going to, we're all going to just, you know, be very grateful because uh, we love him here. We love our co-hosts. And yes, yes. And, you know, we love having you here, Justin. We appreciate you, uh, everyone who's not here in spirit. You know, Kevin, Matthew, and Alex, you know, we appreciate <laughs> you. you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, all right, so let's finish this up real quick. Um, oh, Chase Elliott. He is officially running the truck race at Atlanta now. This yes. is no longer a joke. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You think, you think he's scoring that bounty? Hmm. I don't know, man. I don't. <laughs> These KBM trucks are too fast like, uh, but it's also a gms truck man no, nobody nah nobody's stopping them kbm trucks i'm sorry hey man if the race was decided <laughs> on paint schemes alone chase elliott for sure winning that yeah, thing he won it yeah. <laughs> oh hell yeah that's that hooters truck is sexy so yeah uh chase elliott also speaking of hooters has become an ambassador for them i don't know if that was really news mm-hmm. but i saw it on chase Ski, so <laughs> um I don't know if this was really had to be news, but I knew it was going to happen. NASCAR is still running the Carousel Sonoma. I'm cool with it. With the new, with the small wing or oh, wow. small blade, should be good. I'm surprised they're going back to it. I, I like the Carousel, man. I think yeah. it's just a good angle. Um, mm-hmm. But again, with the small blade, like we should get better racing this yeah, year. Yeah, I was going to say because last year that race, I'm sorry, that race was terrible. Great. <laughs> it wasn't, wasn't great. Will, William Byron making mistakes out there. Yeah, got my hopes up. It was just. It wasn't great. And the yeah. year before also wasn't really that awesome. It, it was just like yeah. The, the year before yeah. was pretty much the headline was Truex in in Harvick playing mind games. Yeah. Uh huh. Not not really my cup of tea. Yeah. Uh well, I I do like road course racing. That's my that's my. Shit. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad it's a a small spoiler. Happy for Thank, that. We'll figure Thank out how God, that works. It, Bristol's coming up real soon. So. It'll work fine. Phoenix, yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. Is Phoenix small blade? Yeah, it is. Uh, on short tracks and road courses. Phoenix isn't a short track. It's mile. mile it's I think a mile track. They're, they're going to still be running the normal blade, I'm pretty sure. Uh, this is where Kevin would, would yell at me, for sure. <laughs> Kevin would yell at me. Um, He did have something he wanted to say. Um, it's crazy. I couldn't believe he would say this. 
Kevin texted me um, earlier today and said, I want you to say on the podcast that I am a bitch that doesn't know how to make any picks. And I am <laughs> just an absolutely atrocious um, person when it comes to my opinions on NASCAR. And I also do not appreciate anything that Brandon Jones does as a person or a driver, which I can't believe you throw the last thing in there. That is that is the meanest thing Kevin has ever said to me. So, Kevin, I am expecting a very long and heartfelt apology next week. Thank you. Um, but on the real, he did say, because um, he worked at Daytona for the race this year, he said, um, just from a revenue perspective, Daytona ain't going to be up next year unless they raise ticket prices a fuck ton and covering the losses associated with losing opening weekend. Like the loss of Arcaday and uh, Clash aren't going to be made up on Tuesday and Wednesday night revenue-wise, and plus the loss of camping on those days. Um, people will literally were literally camping the Monday before the Clash this year. So he's a little mm-hmm. upset about that from a revenue standpoint. He was um, you know, very close with everyone at Daytona when he was working there. So yeah. he has a point. He has a point. And going to the 500, I spent a solid $170 on tickets. Um, so... Yeah, it's not cheap. It's definitely not cheap. Damn. But uh, yeah. I think that we're just about done. Um, Justin, you going to any more races this year? Um, I'm planning on going to the inaugural Martinsville Night Race in May. Dude, hell yeah. Yeah, hell yeah and man. hopefully Daytona in August. Dude, I will yeah. see you there. You're going we'll to see be me there? and Kevin there then. Yeah, oh, oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> dude, I, we, both, we both live in Florida. What's oh, happening? lucky. Lucky. Ah, I live in are we? I'm in Connecticut. Yeah, yeah. It's the armpit of America, man. <laughs> you guys are never cold over there. I live in Connecticut. Ooh, yeah. Ooh what's the weather like over there right now? Because it's, it's it's about cold. it's about fifty. You know, not bad. Oh, that's right not now. bad. That's yeah, not bad. I, not I'd bad. like it to be fifty right now. It's gonna be fifty <laughs> over the weekend. Going to a music festival with a bunch of my friends. You uh, you a big music festival guy or? Yeah, I like music festivals. Hell yeah! What what what's your genre of music? Uh, like rap, pop, R and B. I like pop. Yeah. Who's your Who's your like, uh, artist? I like Lil Uzi. Do you know who that is? Do I know who Lil Uzi is? Come on, <laughs> come on. Sanguine Paradise was like the song that I played all last year. Come on. Yeah, he's come been on. my He's been my favorite for like five years. And now, Hell yeah, I saw him in uh sixteen back in yeah. at FSU. Yes, man. His he made prime. me wait two hours before he came on. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, man i i am a very i have a broad taste in music i love indie yeah, yeah. i love edm i love rap mm-hmm. i love mumble rap for some reason i i like future yeah, might too. be one of my favorite artists <laughs> um i'm not future. even kidding yeah um like i've just been all over the place what i listen to i think right now i'm yeah. on a uh indie rock kick right now i like indie rock too i like the uh uh 1975 1975 is pretty good. Yeah. Um, I'm big on Rainbow Rock. Kitten Surprise, guys like that. It's good to yeah, have yeah. someone that actually knows music, by the way. Kevin doesn't know music. <laughs> music, but he knows, like, Welcome to Rockville music. <laughs> a little challenging with him. Uh-huh. Um, Like, yeah, I've been, like, seeing J. Cole. Like, he's incredible live. I need to see him again soon. Um, yeah, I never saw him live before. You got to see him live. If he has a live band, make it a priority. I promise you. We saw him at Bonnaroo in 2016, and that just blew me away. Um, I'm seeing Gunna over the weekend, which will be oh, nice. Oh, really? Where yeah, I wish he was with Baby. Uh, Little Baby would be would be great with him. Yeah, he, he dropped a great album. I like that album. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. The thing is, like, I completely was sleeping on Lil Baby, and I just completely forgot that he was, like, he's still good. one of the best flows in the game. And then, yeah, like, his cool. remix on Life is Good, I was like, yeah. Kills it. Unbelievable. <laughs> it's it's unreal, man. Yeah, man. Oh, dude. Him and him and baby are just, like, two of those guys. Like, I can't. Like, Lil Baby has just unbelievable, like, flow and lyricism. DaBaby is yeah. just, like, put anything on, and I'll just, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll do I'll absolutely yeah. murder this. <laughs> like I don't <laughs> even care. Talented. <laughs> yeah. Um, who else have I been listening to? Just so many people out there. It's a lot of good music, man. We gotta. I will have you come back eventually. We'll have like a sit mm-hmm. down and talk music during the off weeks during oh, the I Olympics. Could, I could do that too. We'll we'll talk bullshit. Day. Like we have episodes <laughs> on here where we do like Marvel. Yeah. Um, my voice just cracked for no good reason. We talk Marvel <laughs> movies, we talk nerd stuff all the time. So we talk anything on here, but NASCAR and mm-hmm. racing for the most part is what goes down. Oh, but thanks for coming by, right. man. Um, this has been a lot man, of fun. I appreciate it. Thank uh, you. So how'd your, how do you how do you think your debut went? Did pretty good. I'll learn, you know, down the road. <laughs> I'm sure after this, uh Carnation Boy will be hitting you up and uh, you'll leave our sorry ass podcast in the dust. That's, I could work on multiple. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> just hop on Discord, man. Just, just shoot me a text. Hop on Discord, and we will we'll be cooking. It was, but honor. um, yeah. Just make sure to follow us on Twitter, um, LTLN Podcast for the podcast. You can follow right. me at LTLN underscore Anthony. I don't know why you'd want to. Um, follow go you, for it. <laughs> but follow Justin. Justin's got literally five times the followers that both those accounts have. So what's your Twitter? Uh, Champagne Racing. Literally, I don't understand how uh, anything on Twitter works because I actually just just fall out with my tweets and, and Justin is just asking for opinions and gets five times the followers. It's incredible. Yeah. But um, we're going to have a very special episode next week. Uh, we're doing an IndyCar preview with Phil Clark. He is otherwise known as um, just uh, Phil. Um, I forgot his nickname on, on Twitter all of a sudden. Uh, he's really fun, um, really funny guy on Twitter. Um and we're also going to be, um, there's something in the works. It's a little exciting. Let's just say a really popular Xfinity driver is going to probably be stopping by real soon. So you might want to be on the lookout for that. Um, but until next time, we'll get this episode out to you, hopefully by the end of the fifth. But until next time, I've been Anthony. Champagne racing. And that's been Justin. We'll <laughs> see you next time. You'll figure it out. Don't worry. We'll see you guys next time. Love you guys. Bye. Yeah, yeah. The world is so small till it ain't. Yeah, I'm building up a wall till it break. She hated when I call and it's late. I don't wanna keep you waiting. I hope I never keep you waiting. I think I know it all, but I don't Why you always at the mall when you're broke? And I just wanna ball, maybe dunk, but I never been tall I might trip, I never fall, God knows I came close I know I probably need to do better Fuck whoever, keep my shit together You never told me being rich was so lonely Nobody know me, 
Oh well, hard to complain from this five-star hotel I'm always in a rush, I've been thinking too much But keep it on the hush, no one need to know just us That's really all it takes We don't need nothing but today Today, today, today The world is so small Till it ain't, till it ain't, till it ain't, till it ain't I'm building up a wall Till it breaks